Hi, welcome to the very first episode of our pod. I'm Saket, and my co-host is Neil. We're two Indian Americans crafting an intentional life and documenting our journey along the way. In this episode, join us as we brainstorm what to name the podcast, and in the process, discuss our vision for it. Let's just get down to like why, why, why we're doing this in the first place, and like how we want to approach this project, right? So, yeah, you were saying something yeah. about about um, my first million episode that you just listened to. Yeah, I, I think, I think uh, the the person talking in that episode, I think it was a producer, um, was talking about how he made a history podcast because that's what he's interested in, and I think. He, he had people give him advice along the way of like, oh, your theme song is like too, too much or like your content, like you could cater it to like more people. And he didn't make those. He decided to just keep it the way it was or could do what he wanted. And he found that like that was beneficial in the long run for his podcast because it created like a tribe or like super fans. Right. And like those are the people that will do more for you in the long run than having a bunch of people who feel like, oh, like this is, you know, this is all right. Like this is something I could listen to. Right. And I think I agree with that approach because of just like, I feel like there's so much saturation. There's so much content that I think you to like get consistent listeners and and people who really like you um, and, and are the ones that will show up to an event. When you say I'm in New York city, like, like it's going to be super fans that reach out to you and be like, Hey, like want to hang out. It's not going to be like that, like kind of apathetic listener who's like, eh, like, I hope they have a good time or something, you know, like it's, so I, I agree with like, I think starting with maybe a smaller audience or, or making this podcast a little more polarizing and polarizing, not in the way of just saying random shit, but just like making it like very sort of like focused or like, you know, um, about like I know we in the past we talked about like oh do we target just like the Indian American audience do we target like the audience of like sort of like people who want to craft the like sort of their own lifestyle or like the perfect lifestyle I think like it almost maybe it's a combination of those two things right and I think previously we talked about what about the people who have a similar background to us like you know American Indians and you could even say immigrants to a degree um, that you know, were brought up that were brought up here and they have that sort of like hustle. Um, I want to make something happen mentality, but at the same time, like they are doing this by not being doctors or lawyers or just like software engineers at big tech companies, right. Kind of like off the beaten path. And I think it'd be really cool. Like, I mean, like the guy you brought up at the beginning of this podcast, right. This Indian guy who owns like eight random businesses across the world. And it's like, his story is amazing. And I bet you there's probably, you know, uh, assuming he comes from a fairly normal Indian family, like his parents are probably like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like doing all this. And I would love to hear about his story and other people like him or like, how did you navigate some of these challenges? Like what made you want to, you know, keep going. And also like, what did you apply from your own upbringing to help make these businesses like a, more successful? Um, I think that would be like a cool story and a cool like thing to just inspire and motivate people by, right? Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point that you get at the end where like it's kind of a double-edged sword, right? I think us being, I think it's interesting enough when people craft their own life, but um, 
doing it while being um, an immigrant or like, you know, specifically in our case, Indian American, uh, it's a little bit of a double-edged sword because like, at least in my situation, for example, um, <clears throat> when, I, when I worked at Google, like for my parents, I was like the dream job, right? As you said, like doctor, engineer, whatever, just get like a nice, safe job because when our parents came here, they were just busy like trying to make it, uh, like just trying to survive. And for us to get like a, a stable, like high income, uh, was like the dream for them. And so when we, you know, defy that, that obviously like that, that creates some like turmoil at home. But then on the flip side of it, my dad is a businessman. And so like, you know, there's a lot of stuff from that lifestyle that like you can learn and you'll know, create essentially this, like this new, like life. that's like a cross product of both, which is you're technical, you're well-educated, but then you also like kind of have been exposed to like business and hustle and like, I think that's where like kind of the real magic happens. And I feel like I really want to expose that using this project. And I mean, not just expose it, but like kind of like, um, yeah, document our own journey as well. Right. So I think it, it would be cool to like bring guests, like the, the guy I met who like build, build all his own businesses, like other Indian Americans who are doing cool shit, but also talk about maybe like our projects um, and like what we're doing. And I, I think to some extent, we also even think about how, like how to involve like, I feel like the Indian American thing does not like, it doesn't just go away. Like we're always like thinking about like, how does that fit in? How does our, us crafting a life like fit in with, with that other part of our life? I remember earlier you were talking about, Hey, like my parents are, are like, you know, going to get older, they're going to retire. And I want to like, I want to like buy a small business. What if I like bought a small business that I could operationalize, but also I could involve my parents in where they would actually have something to do after they retire, right? Like that's such a unique set of constraints that we have that we have to like kind of work around. I feel like other people can't really relate. And um, I think it just yields some pretty interesting outcomes and uh, people who have the same constraints and who kind of think in that same state space. Yeah, totally. And I think one thing I, I find that's missing with what's what we hear right now is like, of course, like there's a lot of great companies started by immigrants. And all you hear is like, oh, you know, like the founder is an immigrant. He has that immigrant mentality. But it's like, that's not, <clears throat> that's not just it. It's yeah. like, there's like a lot of immigrants. I would say most immigrants tend to have very strong family values because they, they grew up in, in like big families or, you know, like family was the thing that was like, they moved to this country and they just relied on their family. So it's like, how do they deal with that side of things, right? Running a business. I would love to ask these, some of these people that hopefully we can bring on, like, what's dating like for you? Like, how, you know, it's like, yeah. if you're, if you're dating, again, maybe you're trading traditionally, maybe you're not, but as you're dating these, these women or these men, like, what are things that you realize, like, wow, like I need to compromise because of the, my lifestyle or the life I want to live yeah. or like, you know, things that you're just like, oh, I just realized that like, I won't be able to do this thing or have this thing I wanted. Like, no one yeah. sheds a light on that, right? Like, do we know any of these like immigrant founders, like what their dating lives were like while they were building yeah. this company or what it was important or, you know, like that would be really cool to dig into if they were, you know, interested, just being like, hey, like, do you feel the same tension that like we've sort of felt about like kind of having to, you know, like maybe meet halfway or not have it exactly be what we wanted and all that would be like really cool because again, it's like you only when you get to hear about these things, like when I listen to one, like my favorite podcast, like my first million, I always walk away either being entertained or inspired. 
And I would also love to like inspire people who listen to us to be like, oh shit, like I can make this happen. Or like, wow, like that's, that's reality. Like, you know, while trying to do this, like these are the, the, these are the things. So it'd be really cool to give them more insight from like a perspective they can understand, you know? Um, so that would be pretty cool too, to just like dive into. And I'm sure we will also have conversations over time about some of these things that we've encountered in our personal lives as we try to like craft this lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, just as you were saying that I was thinking about, like, I feel like my, I'm not like kind of, I'm not looking right now, but like, if I were to like look for a wife right now and I were to go through the arranged marriage process three years ago when I was working at Google, it would have been a completely different experience. And like now my bio data is going to say like, oh yeah, he's like building his own business. But like, you know, you know, who's going to see that? Like some, some random parent who like is concerned about, oh, like, is my daughter going to have like a stable future? And I mean, that's a fair concern, but like, it's, it's, it's just a unique kind of situation. And like, it's something I had to factor into my decision uh, to leave where I was like, you know what, I'm going to, I'm just going to invest in this fully because that's a, that's a price that I'm going to have to pay. Right. Like I'm not, I can't like kind of look for a, uh, look for a, a partner, at least with the arranged marriage route um, while I'm, while I'm working on this business. And it just like, it, it just creates a, again, a whole, a unique set of circumstances, which I think would, people would love to like probably hear. And, um, you know, I think we'd also love to hear from, okay. So what do we, what do we call this? God is like uh, barter. Is it like bartering or uh, it means like, I mean, if I, I guess if you don't understand, <laughs> audience understand, but it just means like hustle. Uh, like, uh, but the thing is, that's not it. Right. We're not just talking. I, I mean, I guess we're kind of hustling through life, right? Like, rather than just, like, hustling for a business, like, it's... But do, do we want to close it off to just Indian Americans? I think it's an immigrant it, thing, right? More than anything else. Yeah, I think it's it's more of an immigrant thing. Like, I would say, I think we could relate very similarly to probably other immigrants who are... Like, it's almost like... If we close off to Indian Americans, I bet you they're, <laughs> I bet you like 95% of them won't listen to this anyway, because they are locked doctors and lawyers and, you know, like, yeah. it's like, like, it's almost like there's a, I think there's a immigrants who have this sort of like hustle mindset um, and want to like craft a life, but like, you know, like they don't have, um, you know, they have a family, they, they still want to prioritize, like they still have that, like, they want their own family, like in the future, right? Like it's, um, I think one thing again is different is like lots of, you know, maybe non-immigrant founders or, um, you know, maybe like white founders in general, like they're, I think it's accepted or it's really, it's, it's cool to be like, like a lot of them that have this mentality, like they'll be, you know, thirties or forties, like single, like, like, you know, they have no sort of like calms about that type of being in that life situation. Cause their number one goal is to like hustle and like make it happen. But I think for us, there's, there's always going to be that internal struggle of like, oh shit, I'm like in my mid thirties or I'm in like late thirties. And like, like I'm, I'm disappointing my parents because like they don't have, you know, like, I don't think, I, I feel, I think we feel that pressure a lot more than like, let's say like a, a white or a normal American person does. Um, so I think like, it definitely feels like immigrant isk, you know, like that definitely something immigrants would. Yeah. Would. So like basically people who are not American, I mean, well, I mean, we're American, but people are like, okay. I would say maybe first, second generation yeah. tend to be a little more, yeah. Immigrants who are, and it's not even entrepreneurs, right? It's people who are just, 
non-conforming. Yeah. Um, we're kind of like, like kind of trailblazing. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be entrepreneurs per se. Like it, it could yeah. just be anyone doing some sort of non-traditional, like off the beaten path type of like career or job, right? Like, I mean, I feel like I like the word trailblazing. I I was just thinking in my head. I'm like, I'm like, how did how did they like you know sometimes where you're like, you think about like names of pop of like popular companies and you're like, is it that the name is really great or that they made the name great? Like you know it's like yeah. when you think about Google, you're like, is it that Google is a great name or because of everything I know about Google, it sounds like a great name? Like I'm just thinking about like podcast right like my first million is it that my first million is a great name or yeah. that it's just like now i'm like oh my god it makes so much sense you know like <laughs> you know like it's, it's hard to tell like if it's like the the name like the name was great from the beginning or like they made the name great because of just like you know like it unified the content like i'm you know like i'm almost wondering like like yeah. it's like to me when you say immigrant trailblazers it's like that sounds like really cookie cutter, but what if we do a great job and then like yeah. it actually is great because like, you know, so I'm trying to think like if it has to be anything too crazy, but I, I do agree. I think these, this type of thing you want to like sit on, sleep on and just kind of like iterate on, but I, I, I like the narrowing. It definitely feels like, like trailblazing and that sort of like Im immigrant is almost like the, the best word I feel to describe like the struggle that like only like, yeah. immigrants will really feel the struggle it, i think it's definitely an accurate word but i feel like that word has been so overloaded with so many like social and political issues and we're not really trying to make like a statement right and like i i feel like when i see something about like immigrants like i don't relate to it even though i am one it's just like i don't know like i don't i don't necessarily think of myself in, as an immigrant but my experience is that of an immigrant right as a, like a first generation american um Actually, I mean, it's it's really about for being a first generation, right? Yeah. What do you think about like like it's it's technically like the first generation American dream. That's that's what yeah. it is, right? It's like it's a different American. Like our parents were immigrants. The American dream for them was different than I think what it is for us. I almost expect it to be like each one to be like a different story of like someone, you know. Exactly, which, right? Even which, that thing with immigrant trailblazers. Yeah, which which is like, it could be in the future, but it, it won't be now. Like, you know, it, it's like, we, we could build up to that in the future, but it's not going to be that now. Like, it's going to be us actually progressively providing, you know, updates on, on our, our lives and stuff. So it's like... I was thinking about, so my first million, right? Like, it's a very simple, like, you immediately, like, know what that means. Yeah, right? just talking about, and when you hear that, you don't think it's necessarily going to be a bunch of guest interviews. Like, is there something along that format? Like, which I I don't know if it was when they started, right? I think like yeah. when they started, it it was, it's I think it was again like I think it was like, actually that's a really good point. I, I kind of want to go back all the way and hear what their first episode sounded like. Yeah, they're probably completely different. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. Um, that sounds, yeah, I, I think that'd be really interesting to be like, what, what did they, you know, 
what do they first sound like? Um, but yeah, it, it definitely has to be some simple. And I think like it should give you a decent idea of like what this is about, you know, like I, I almost feel like if I heard first generation American dream, like I'm, ex I'm, I'm expecting that you're going to interview like founders of, of like successful companies that were immigrants and, you know, like, it, you know, like it's, that's what, that would, that's what I expect. And then I feel like if I, if I heard two guys riffing on what their podcast name should be, it'd be pretty disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost wondering if like, can we, can we find a name that would be a little provocative, like a little like, oh, I kind of wonder what this is, you know, mm. like, like that's where it's like, <laughs> I almost wanted for parody's sake to be like my first thousand just to like, <laughs> just, just to see if like people be like, oh, interesting. Like, you know, like, more relatable like my first million sounds cool but like there's a little bit of that where you're like but it's a million dollars like i'd be you know yeah. it's like uh um of course they, they kind of show how it like doesn't take anyone crazy um to do that but yeah. i like that I like, like i definitely agree with doing something provocative my first thousand is very uh it's also too low <laughs> like, I, I like the, the I mean, yeah uh, the idea is good, like to to make you feel accessible. What are the other podcasts that you listen to? Honestly, that's like probably the only one I religiously listen to. But that you know of. Um, Most other things are named after famous people, right? Like Tim Ferriss Show, Huberman Lab. Um, I don't know stuff like that. I was thinking of Daisy Bla Daisy Trailblazers, but. Again, it's not, it's not catchy. Yeah, and, and I think, again, Desi is, like, I, I don't think any, any besides, like, the South Asian population, they're not going to, right? Like that's, where the, gonna... <coughs> that's where the narrowing down comes in, right? Yeah. Let's see. Immigrant life crafting. I, I agree with you though. I feel like if we have immigrant in the name, it's gonna throw it off automatically because it's gonna yeah. feel like it's gonna it's gonna provoke all those like other connotations the immigrant has. Necessary, yeah. Yeah. I, I legitimately don't think of myself as an immigrant. Yeah. So it's like alien. I, am, I, like I honestly alien. honestly like you got like the word like it's almost like in the future when like you know, let's say the podcast got popular, like Jugard sounds like really cool. You know, like it sounds. Right. It's also a great word. Like it has a lot of like, <coughs> like nuance in that word. Like Jugard is like just like a. <coughs> it's like almost like a negative word. Not, not really, but like it like borders on that because, like that's how much, like hustle it means. Like it's like aggressive hustle. Yeah. How do you how do you how do you spell that word? J U G A A D. Actually, it's funny when I when the first word, the first result is a the dictionary definition, a flexible approach to problem solving that uses limited resources in an innovative way. It literally describes exactly what like, you know, like we're trying to do slash like people that we're trying to highlight are doing right. Yeah. Like. I mean, most all these like you know like most of these people all have limited resources that you have to use in an innovative way, right? Like, 
that is uh what do you think about american jugard i actually like that i like the ring ring of it american jugard yeah yeah but do we need american though i i just feel like uh without that it's a random word that other people wouldn't relate to um i agree jugard is cleaner i almost think nowadays like i almost think like there might be a lot of cool people doing jugad like outside of the US cuz like the world's so global now like you know like yeah. people living in like bali or people you know like i am I, i bet you like you know like you're talking about how you you know you know someone who runs this very lucrative shop shop who's going to like move to puerto rico right and it's like like i i am curious if like there might actually be a lot of a lot of the, the right population let's say um in you know south indian uh, or south asian sorry um and it might not be it might not be american right like um i still think that would be fascinating uh, and the other cool thing is like the startup scene in india is blowing up right and they they have the same issue actually not even startup scene like people doing creative endeavors like imagine yeah. like you're trying to be a stand up comedian in india like you have a whole different set of like i feel like kind of family dynamics than you do here i mean obviously it's always a weird conversation with your parents whether they're american or indian but like i feel like there's an added level of complexity yeah at least that we're familiar with as indian which is unique yeah. to being indian they they're also like like i think that population in india is like they're yeah it, it's crazy how much how transformative it's been you know it's like I think I was listening to someone recently. I think it was actually so actually um when the founder of my company pitched to Sean and Sam um there was a company in the batch of 5 or 6 which was from India and it was called like Hill Up and it was like a company that would like essentially it would like package your pills in your daily doses and it would like send you reminders and stuff so it was essentially like improving adherence to like drug medication for patients in India and one of the questions sam asked sean was like he's like hey like i would invest just cuz like i have no idea like how legit this is like how things work in india um and uh sean was like oh like you know like i have some sources on the ground like blah 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 and essentially he was saying how he's like he's like i have quite a few investments in india because he's like in the fat in the past 10 years almost like a billion people have gotten access to smartphones Yeah. and you know like are online and so so i i i think actually like i i almost i would say i i i think adding american might actually like deter more than you know that's why i'm like maybe to god itself is is fine like to god i uh do you want to add a component of um like what we're doing to god for like life to god or something like that What if it feels like jugad and then you know how like sometimes they'll have like a little like colon and then describe it what if it was like jugad like crafting a unique lifestyle or you know like like it's it's like jugad I love it yeah and so it's like jugad it like it's like automatically like if you're not indian maybe you don't read any further yeah, 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 but yeah. now it's like qualified like you're indian and then what is it about it's like crafting that like intentional life. you know it's like I think you kind of hit both things in that yeah. one thing it doesn't sound or look weird. You know, you know what you know what I love about that is that you hit the immigrant part with Jugard or at least the Indian part. You hit the crafting intentional life part and I think you can draw both sets of audiences 
which in reality, that's what our podcast is about. Like, yeah, we're talking about crafting an intentional life while being, you know, Indian American. But I think it's just as relevant for people who are not in that situation because we're talking about entrepreneurship at the end of the day as well, right? And like having a set of constraints that we're trying to work around. Yeah. Obviously, I think our ultimate audience that will relate to it completely are other Indian Americans. But I think there's a large percentage of just other immigrants that would relate to it and just other people interested in crafting a life. Uh, so I, I think that's perfect. Damn. Yeah, that I, I, I think like that. That's great. Yeah, like it. I also just think like it's one of those things where it's like, it like it'd be dope to wear even a shirt that says that. You know, it's just a, like yeah, it's a cool word. It's like, yeah, it's a really cool word, and I think it just describes it really well. And it's almost like, actually, I wonder if jugad.com is <laughs> literally why I like I was on that. <coughs> it's. It's it's not available, but um, this is it. It's available what? for a hundred thousand dollars. All right, should we start off with like a crowdfunding? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's I do feel it like now. we should. Can we have like an always on uh, GoFundMe to build up to this? Basically, like all our donations go towards buying this one domain yeah i just think the funniest thing is like we're like yeah jugad is it and we both like are like wait is the domain available <laughs> i just feel like it's so perfectly self-referential